get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on gotodobbs.com today. With former Blues defenseman Jamie Rivers, I'm Brandon Kiley. It's Ribs and BK on 101 ESPN. It is long gone summer week right here on 101 ESPN, and we're going out to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line to talk to former Cardinals pitcher Darren Oliver. He was traded to the Cards in 98 at the deadline. He played for the Cardinals once again in 1999, and he was on the mound the day that Mark McGuire tied the home run record of 61, which you just heard from that call. Darren, we appreciate the time today. How are you doing, my friend? Hey, I'm doing as good as I can, man, just like everybody else. Absolutely. So let's let's talk about that day. You were on the mound. You were the starter the day that Mark McGuire ties the record. What was that experience like for you to be able to see that firsthand from in the dugout? Hey, to be honest with you, during that year, it didn't matter what I did or what any other pitchers did or, or anybody. You could have went out there and thrown a no-hitter. Only thing that people cared about is did McGuire hit another home run. So actually, it was uh, so much less pressure to play back then in uh, 98. It was pretty funny. Now, what was the atmosphere like? We've talked to a number of people this week, and you know, different players and managers have experienced different things throughout their career. You had a really long career, and this this time in history, 1998, how was that summer for you as a teammate of Mark McGuire and some of the insanity that went along with this run? It was actually pretty cool. I mean, our team really wasn't that doing that well, but um, as far as you know, him being out there taking batting practice, there was literally like 20,000 20, people during batting practice. And actually, the opposing team, they would come out in the dugout and watch them take batting practice too. It was uh, something that we'll probably never see again. Had you ever seen anything like it before that? Had you ever seen an atmosphere in baseball where there was just so much hype surrounding one singular player? Oh, it was crazy. I mean, this poor guy, he couldn't even, like, go out to get, like, lunch or dinner without people coming up to him, you know, left and right. And it's a good thing he played back then in 98. Because could you imagine now playing with all the social media and all that kind of stuff and people taking pictures on their phones? It'd be absolutely uh, crazy. Now, I've asked this question again of a lot of guys uh, that we've had on this week. But what was Mark McGuire like as a teammate? Away from all the cameras flashing, away from the TV stuff, away from the big home runs. Big Mac's just sitting in the clubhouse. He's on the road with you guys. What kind of guy is he? Um, he, he was nice. I mean, actually, he was kind of quiet. He didn't really say a whole lot. Um, you know, I, I think he kind of got a little annoyed with all the... Um, 
the media kind of coming to him when other guys on the team would do well. You know, I, I remember him saying, you know, a guy would go like three for four or a pitcher would have a great game. He's like, go talk to them. You know, we won the game. You know, he didn't even hit the home runs that day. I could see if he hit a home run. But like every day he had to deal with the media. And I think I think it kind of wore on him a little bit. Could you feel in the moment, we're talking with former Cardinals pitcher Darren Oliver. He played for the Cardinals starting at the deadline in 98 and then again in, two, in 1999. Could you feel in that moment what that was doing for baseball? Because you had the strike in 94-95. Could you feel the fans coming back and the atmosphere coming back for baseball that summer? Oh, absolutely. I think it didn't matter where you were. You could be, uh, you know, a businessman in Seattle, Washington, and I'm sure when they came to the office, they probably want to know, hey, did McGuire hit a home run last night? Um, that's just that's just what was going on, you know, between him and Sosa. Um, it, it definitely uh, put baseball back on the map, and it, it was fun to be a part of. I definitely uh, enjoyed it. I wanted to ask you about all these years later, with everything that we know now, does it change for you the way that you felt about that summer? Um, no, because at the time, you know, it, it was uh, it was something special. You know, I just happened to be part of it, be on the team. So, uh, you know, a lot of things obviously had transpired since then. But, you know, at the time, it was great. Uh, my family enjoyed it, um, <laughs> especially my dad. My dad really enjoyed it. He'd come out and, you know, watch the games between the Cubs and the Cardinals. And, you know, it was, it was a lot of fun. All right, Darren, I got to ask you, you being a, a former pitcher and, you know, Mark McGuire being an elite home run hitter at the time and, and throughout his career, what was it about Mark McGuire that made him so hard to pitch against? What did he do to get pitchers out of their comfort zone? I guess basically, how did he get so many great pitches to hit or was he just that good? I mean, he was always um, a student of the game. Obviously, he was a hitting coach for, for many years. Um, but the dude was just so big in the box. And he, I don't remember him hitting too many ground balls. So, I mean, if you have a good eye, um, you don't hit many ground balls, and you're as big as he is, kind of like Barry Bonds. Um, and, you know, you know how the summers are in St. Louis. Um, the ball can jump out of there pretty pretty good. I don't care if it's daytime or at night. Um, so it was just it was a good place for him to hit, you know. And, you know, you put all that together. And it's going to be dangerous. Okay, so then what was the strategy for pitchers and opposing managers when Big Mac gets up into the batter's box? What's the strategy? What are we trying to do as a pitcher at that moment? Well, first of all, you hopefully when you face a guy like that, you hope nobody's on base. <laughs> yeah. You know, when there's nobody on base, you can be a little bit more aggressive with them. Um, and obviously, I, I face him, you know, quite a few times, especially when he's with the A's. And hey, I mean, you know, he's taking me deep. So uh, he, you know, he's gotten a lot of people. It's just one of those things where, you know, a guy has that kind of swing, that kind of power, and you know, that kind of eye at the plate. Um, it's like a perfect combination, perfect storm. Darren, you pitched in the bigs from 1993 up until 2013. You had a 20-year Major League Baseball career, which is an incredible feat. You saw some of the best players to come through the game. Where did Mark McGuire's power, just the raw power that he had in his bat, where did that rank among the guys that you played with or against? Um, You know, from time to time, I'll see guys, um, especially since I work with the Rangers now. You know, we have a guy, Joey Gallo. I would go. I go, man. I've never, I've seen pop like that since uh, since Mark McGuire. If, I, if somebody compares you to Mark McGuire pop, it's pretty special. Um, there's not too many guys that got that kind of power, though. It was just, I mean, just because I saw it day in and day out. You know, batting practice, games, 
you know, a lot of people didn't see it every day. And it was just like, wow, tr- tremendous. And the dude was huge. I mean, he's 6'5", 240, 250, just like it's just all muscle. <laughs> like, you know, how, how, just like somebody um, just sculpted him like Zeus made him from the, from the gods and just, you know, did like a clay figure of him. It's crazy. Do you have a particular memory of a home run that he hit that went to a place that you previously thought it's impossible? There's no way anybody could hit a home run that far or to that place in this stadium. Oh, that's a great question, man, because I've seen him hit so many. Um, I think one time I saw him take Greg Maddox oppo, you know, and it's just because he really didn't hit too many balls to right field anyway, obviously. And just the fact that he could take a guy like Greg Maddox deep to right center, you know, and, you know, the ball was low. Obviously, he's a single ball pitcher. And him to just go down and golf it, I think everybody was kind of like, whoa, if you could take a guy like that deep opposite field, you know, like it's nothing. That's uh, it's pretty special. Darren, I, I wanted to switch gears just a little bit here and fast forward in your career to where you're playing with the Texas Rangers. And there was a very memorable night in St. Louis. Unfortunately, not for the Rangers, but for the Cardinals. I want to ask you about the David Freeze game, because that's what we call it here, David Freeze game. What do you remember specifically from that game uh, that night? Uh, it was kind of like a heavyweight fight. It seemed like it went back and forth and back and forth. Um, you know, we, we thought we had them, but in baseball, it's different. It's not like basketball and football when you have a clock. You know, the game doesn't end until it ends. And they just kept grinding and, you know, pecking away and pecking away. And the, the biggest thing I remember from that series was not really that game. It was the game that, you know, obviously I'm with the Rangers, but it was a rain out. And we didn't think that we, we thought we could have played. And it kind of gave the Cardinals a chance to bring back um, Carpenter in the series and I think that was that was the turning point to me I mean I was like man they, they bring this guy back and you know he was pitching great you know he shut us down again I thought that was the that, that was the game that kind of got us when you look back though at game six Darren I gotta I gotta ask you a follow-up on this because it, it's not like it was one of the the singular forces that was on the team it, it was David Freese it was the hometown kid that was having an unbelievable World Series was it surprising to you guys that he ended up having that big of a moment in that game no because I mean anybody's got a uniform on in the big leagues can be dangerous at any point I mean you know it's uh there's always certain guys that kind of make a name for themselves in the postseason, and he was just one of them. Um, you know, nothing really surprises me in baseball, especially when you get that deep in the postseason. All right, Darren, we got a text in from one of our listeners here, and it kind of sparked some curiosity for me. Here they say, uh, the texter goes, is Darren's dad Scoop Oliver, former Rangers first baseman? Is, is that true? No, he's not. Okay, all right. <laughs> we got to make sure we take care of our listeners, you know? <laughs> Darren, final question that I have for you. We're talking with Darren Oliver, Oliver, former Cardinals pitcher for 98 and 99. He was also on the mound in 2006 in Game 6 against the Cardinals. I I wanted to ask you your lasting memory of the summer of 98. When you look back on that, is there something that you will end up, whether it's telling your kids about one day or the one thing that really comes to mind as you're thinking about it, what's your lasting memory of that summer? Man, um, I'm trying to think because you know back then I didn't have any kids, so you know they really don't really pay attention to baseball. So I guess if I had to 
think of something, especially I'm sure after they show this uh, 30 for 30, they show the game where he where he tied the, the record. I mean, you know, they actually show me pitching. And I'm sure a lot of memories will come back and I'll probably get a lot of, you know, texts and phone calls and stuff like that. So at the moment, I can't really think of one singular thing that pops out, but I'm sure if I'm watching watching the 30 for 30 this weekend, uh, something will pop up. Sorry, guys. No worries, man. That is Darren Oliver. He was a former Cardinals pitcher, joins us here on Ribs and BK on 101 ESPN. Darren, thanks so much for the time. We'll talk with you again soon and enjoy the documentary on Sunday. All right. I appreciate it, guys. You guys have a good one.